Up next is the daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson, pastor of Believer's Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. Subscribe to our podcast by visiting burningdogradio.com and clicking on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Burning Dog Radio. The Gospel of Luke, chapter 12. Verse 22 says, He said to his disciples, Therefore, therefore I tell you, don't be anxious for your life, what you will eat, nor yet for your body, what you will wear. Life is more than food, and the body is more than clothing. Notice again that Jesus is speaking to his disciples directly here. This passage, therefore, was being rendered up as further growth material, a teaching moment, if you will, for spiritually hungry and maturing servants of God. It's not that this issue was not applicable to everyone and truth for everyone. It's just that there are few, and frankly, there still are only a few, who will embrace such direction as this. Jesus says in John 16, 12, I still have many things to tell you, but you can't bear them now. Paul spoke the same in 1 Corinthians 3, 1 and 2 says, Brothers, I couldn't speak to you as spiritual, but as to fleshly, as to babies in Christ. I fed you with milk, not with solid food, for you weren't ready. Indeed, you aren't ready even now. I think the great bridge to cross for every man, which separates the spiritual child from the spiritually mature, is acquiring the eternal perspective to live for the afterlife eternity instead of for the here and the now. That's a rare and defining characteristic for an individual. Because the heart of man is generally so lustful and so covetous. Few of us will ever break free from this cycle of material possessions and, of course, all the debt that comes along with it. Now again, Scripture doesn't prohibit having a bank account or having possessions, but it clearly tells us not to worry about these things, not to be consumed or driven by these things. The King James Version says, take no thought, quote-unquote, about such things. Such as not to be a controlling aspect of our lives or an undue influence in our decisions. After all, life is more than food, the body more than clothing, we are told. We know that truth philosophically, but, you know, rarely do we practice that in light of its truth, in light of practicality. Certainly Hollywood and today's media, they're unrelenting in their onslaught concerning this matter. I mean, if we let ourselves, our brains, be submerged in the call of the world 24-7, life as God intended for us cannot be purchased, gang. Thus, the bottom line is that our lives as believers should be readily identifiable. Is your life as a believer readily identifiable? Our lives should be clearly lived differently, and it should be quite obvious to everyone around us. Luke 11.33 speaks of this, saying, No one, when he is a little lamp, puts it in a cellar or under a basket, but puts it on a stand that those who come in may see the light. And then in verse 36 of that same Luke 11, it says, If therefore your whole body is full of light, having no part dark, it will be wholly full of light, as when the lamp with its bright shining light gives you light.
Verse 24 of chapter 12 says, Consider the ravens. They don't sow, they don't reap. They have no warehouse or barn, and God feeds them. How much more valuable are you than birds? Jesus now gives an object lesson for these guys. And he does so, I think, so there'll be no misunderstanding. Jesus here wants them to stop and think. That's something that Satan does not want you to do. The birds are taken care of by God, and they certainly do not hold the same value to God as we do as mankind. Without such a careful consideration, we can begin to make spiritually irrational decisions for the sake of our physical well-being, for our spiritual life then takes a back seat. We as a generation of the church greatly fail today to truly live under the caring arms of God. We often do not receive him as a personal and daily savior, just a get out of hell free card that we uh, had or, or gained sometime in the past. Thus, we truly fail to know the real fullness of his salvation and blessing. Verse 25 says, which of you being anxious can add a cubit to his height? If then you aren't able to do even the least things, why are you anxious about the rest? So in case there's any real doubt, the original language here alludes to the fact that Jesus was speaking of one's life, obviously, rather than one's height. But either way, all the worrying in the world is not going to add to either one of them. Again, we must state clearly for the record that Scripture in its totality is not saying that one should not work or be industrious. In fact, Jesus says the opposite in both word and in deed. We know Jesus planned ahead. Read John 12, 6. He taught the wisdom of careful and wise vocational efforts. Luke 16, 8. And he taught faithful working in one's employment, Ephesians 4.28 and 2 Thessalonians 3.10-12. So this passage is not saying that we will not suffer or that we will not go through hardship or that, you know, we will somehow avoid all earthly reasons to be anxious. After all, many faithful servants have suffered. Many have even died for their standing in Christ. But what he does say here, as he does throughout all of Scripture, is that he'll never leave us. We must embrace verse 31 of this chapter. And we read that and it says, but seek God's kingdom and all the things will be added to you. Seek God's kingdom and all these things will be added to you. So the bottom line here is that stressing out over all this stuff is kind of stupid. I mean, we can't change such things. But instead, we need to relax and acknowledge that God has control over those aspects of our lives. That's faith. And Scripture says it's impossible to please God without it. Chapter 12, verse 27 says, Consider the lilies, how they grow. They don't toil, neither do they spin. Yet I tell you, even Solomon in all of his glory was not arrayed like one of these. But if this is how God clothes the grass in the field, which exists today and tomorrow is cast into the oven, how much more will he clothe you, O you of little faith? 
Don't ask what you will eat or what you will drink, neither be anxious. For the nations of the world seek after all of these things, but your Father knows that you need these things. That was our daily devotions by Pastor Tim Dodson. For more information about Tim Dodson and Believers Church, visit jfbelievers.com. Music